Yep, Friday, payday for us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh boy, that's a good day. It. It oh, is. look, it's already gone. <laughs> you got that right. Had to buy some eggs. It's gone. Fill up the tank. Gone. It's all gone. Stayed up way too late last night. What did you do last Watch night? Watch football. Oh. NFL's on. Oh, that's right. Thursday. What a crap game. Giants suck. I watched that whole thing. You watch football. Backup I... quarterbacks are in and I'm still watching. That's a sickness. You watch football. I watched the first episode of American Horror Story. You're watching for the overtorque. That's the difference. Yeah. I didn't even bet on it either. I did. You took, what'd you take? I took uh, Kittle and Debo to score t- touchdowns. You do that, don't you? Yeah. That's what you do. You do those wacky player prop bets all the time. Ronnie Bell took Kittle's touchdown. I do it when I have, like, bonus bets. That's, yeah, that's what I yeah. used on it. You never hit those. No. A uh, 5 or $10 bonus bet. You hit one out of six of them. Nice couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but you're not hitting one out of I six. I hit one. Yeah, one two years ago. No, two weeks ago. Oh, nice. What, you win $5? Oh, $210. On a $5 ah, bet? Yeah. Really? Nice. That's a good uh, day after. And then I lose it betting the actual outcomes of the games. Well, you are a gambler, my man. You are, dude. Yeah, you're an eater just, and a gambler. You're an e- eater and a gambler. That's a great title for a song. I'm an eater. I'm a gambler. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at least not in denial about it. Well, you're not. Exactly. Yeah. You Set own my it. limits. You know what? You own it. Set my That's limits. That's commendable. Keep eating. Keep eating. Shove a Big Mac down my throat and play some roulette. It's almost terrible for the doctor to give me that clean bill of health. <laughs> Because <laughs> he wants so bad to go pointing the finger at you. All of your lifestyle Somebody choices save are me. killing you. And their doctor goes, your markers are good. What the hell is going on? Spitting image of evolution. Yeah. Keep eating Big Macs. Yeah. You're your own uh, species there, Rich. I'm convinced if I start eating healthy, it'll go south. Yeah. You might not be able to function. My body will go into You're shock. You're like an alcoholic without booze. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. that's that's kind of the the analogy that I use because when I quit smoking is when I started to get sick again all the time. So I just started smoking. Yeah. <laughs> just start smoking. <laughs> I know it makes no sense that I'm being stupid and facetious. Smoking is bad for me. I know. But yeah, I swear maybe it was all in my head. But I when I was smoking, not didn't get sick once. What are you at now? Pack every couple days. Yeah. They're like ten bucks, right? Uh, they are. It depends on where you go. Uh, I do have my little uh, my little convenience store right there, right before you get twenty three off of six sixty five, uh, and it's just over eight dollars. But if I go to another place that's around the corner, it's ten oh five. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I used to look I'm not in... nagging you. I'm just saying. No, geez. please nag me. Oof. And this was a few years ago, but my I didn't understand the price of it. My dad was like two and a half, three packs a day. The money I could say, let's I'm let's say forty bucks a week, forty bucks a week I'm spending on smokes. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's if I'm averaging nine fifty ten dollars a pack. And Jimmy's never smoked, has He's he? He's never ever. Has he had a smoke? I think he maybe has puffed on a cigar once, but that's it, and hated I it. Do do cigars? I enjoy cigars with. We were at a little get-together last Sunday uh, at our friend's house in Delaware, and after dinner, they always light up. They have bourbon and they have cigars. Yep. That's their thing. And the cigar makes it—bourbon's tough enough the next day. The cigar taste, it just stays in your mouth. 
It's like you it's like enjoy it in the moment, but it's the worst thing ever. You the wake next up the day. next yeah. morning, it's like the little man came and pooped in oh, your mouth. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. It's kind of like, don't you, uh, kind of like when you're at a bonfire and your clothes smell like smoke. Don't you get tired of your clothes smelling like smoke? Okay, that's the reason. I love bonfires. I think they're really cool, especially this time of yeah. year. But with Jimmy and his long hair, he can't stand. If we go to a barbecue joint and we're sit, we're sitting anywhere near where the smokers are, it's like we might as well just, as Jerry says, we might as well just go to a Weight Watchers meeting or something <laughs> <laughs> because wow. I, I smell like brisket. Yeah, he can't. He can't stand being near campfires or anything. That, yeah. Have you seen Jimmy with short hair? Does he have pictures? Way back in high school. And That's... so when he was in high school, he grew out his hair. No, this was later. He was in his twenties, probably mid twenties, when he started to grow his hair out. Do you got pictures? Uh, we do. I have to go down in the basement, go through his box of memorabilia to see if I can He's find. He's got it. a memory box. But it's funny. He, two of his high school friends, uh, John and Steve, kidnapped him last night. Because they haven't seen him in a while. They've been meaning to get together. But with Jimmy's schedule, my schedule, things we got going on, just couldn't do it. So I hooked up with them a week ago. They called me and they said, hey, we're coming to kidnap your husband to take him out on a Thursday night. Not a weekend because we're that's too much for us. <laughs> let's, let's make it on a weeknight. So it was 7 o'clock, knock on my door, and I knew all about it. And I made sure Jimmy was ready. And off they go. And they came back. at well, He stumbled in at 1 o'clock this morning. Nice. <laughs> Nice. But they're the ones, those two, John and, uh, and Steve, knew Jimmy from freshman eight, well, even middle school, I think. Is Jimmy up right now? Oh, no. No. He, he's, with the, the, he's with the cat. Pukey pukey? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. No, he was chatty Kathy when he got home because he had to tell me all about the evening and it's one in the morning. I'm like, honey. You get up like at four. I love you, but can you? And, he, and then he just sits on the end of the bed. He sits on the edge of the bed. And that he's trying. It took him like ten minutes Go to get eat, his shoes, shoes off. Go eat. Go he, watch TV. Trying to take his shoes off. Trying to take the socks off, and still taught. And then he repeats the same story, and I'm like, "Just lay your head down. It's fine." Jimmy, because we got nice. we got a weekend, honey. We are going out tonight, and we got the game tomorrow, and we oh, and our wedding anniversary is Sunday, so really? it's a big, big weekend. There's Where only you one thing going to in- He needs to just get up and start drinking now. Yeah, yeah the dog. It's- just a shot of tequila and keep oh. going. Where are you guys going tonight? Uh, we are heading. We're going to go see our friends uh, Fusion and Harry Buffalo in Westerville. Oh, try the. Um, you told me yesterday Buffalo chicken mac and cheese there. Okay. I might have a dish at every restaurant in town, and I don't stray away from it. Where are you Anything guys going with, for, for our anniversary? Yeah, uh, we don't know yet. Might go to Third and Hollywood. That's in Grandview, or we might just do our regular. We might. We'd love to go to Borgata, but they're closed on Sunday, so I think we're going to do Borgata tomorrow. Oh, so that's where you usually go on your anniversary, anniversary Borgata. Borgata. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. The anxiety I get when I go to a new restaurant of not knowing what to get on the menu. We Do you look to, ahead of time? Do oh, you, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. We were at uh, my daughter's softball practice, and we were like, we have to eat. It's been forever last Sunday. So there's a little Mexican place in Pataskala that we've never been to. That but it's parents- called Taco Bell. <laughs> no, no, but your anxiety, I get yeah, what you're saying. Like, it's like, oh. well, I don't know what to get there. They don't have my 144, so I bring up the website <laughs> and I start looking. Like, oh, squared away. It's okay. the 137. Okay, here. oh, we gotcha. Got Rich, it's a Mexican place. Beans, rice, cheese, meat. <laughs> yeah, but there's something a little extra. I do the if they've got something on the menu, a Mexican uh, restaurant that has chorizo, chicken, and pineapple in it. Yep, I'm I'm there. The you El get your Goro food in special. 10 yeah, see, get your food in ten oh, minutes. Oh yeah, I can't do Mexican 
places here in Columbus. Yep, because your food comes out in ten minutes. It's, I I know the one yeah. you're talking about, and we stopped going there for lunch because of that. But it's it, everywhere. Yeah. Back it's out like, again yeah. when you get home in ten minutes. It's just yeah, it's not good. If you lived in like you go to live in Phoenix, place with like really good Mexican food, and then you go somewhere else, you're like. You were probably spoiled with real yeah, good Mexican food really out there. really good. Even the shops, like the pop-up shop, taco shops, you know, they, they have like drive through Oh, they're really good. How do we do Mexican? Just don't I yell mean, ice. You'll lose your stay. Okay. Oh, yeah. now. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know. It's, I get it. It's a city full of. How does how does Columbus compare as far as Mexican places or just Tex-Mex food in general? I think they're all kind of the same, aren't they? Like every city's kind of the well, same when I'll, it comes to every Midwest city, Mexican food. And it's bad. Like when we lived in Florida, the Mexican restaurants down there were terrible. Yes. Like there were no good Mexican restaurants. We went to a little, and it was a hole in the wall when we went to St. Pete, St. Pete Beach, and it was uh, a Mexican restaurant, and it was authentic, and it was good, and it didn't take 10 minutes to get your meal. It took like a half an hour. Nice. Those are always was, the best ones, and the non-chain was, ones. Yes, yeah. and it was there was the bar, and only eight people could sit at the bar, and then the tables, maybe another 20 people, and that was it. That was the size of the place. I have but, a theory on Mexican restaurants that if they're not skirting the code line, it's not good. Skirting the code. <laughs> so if the health department isn't called at least yes. once yes. every six months, it's not worth it. Yep. They're just doing what they do to get by. <laughs> if it's a chain, then you're, like Torg said, you're in and out in 10 minutes and yeah, it's yeah. rice, beans, cheese. Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Uh, on the show today, Brandon Lang, Little Redemption. Two good weeks, one bad week. We'll see what he's got this week. Uh, Steve Hellwagon, Bucknuts.com. Buckeyes take on Notre Dame. You guys are going, aren't going out for that game, Christy? I think we I are, but we just we, we just don't know where to go. Now, I've got an appearance tomorrow. Uh, where at? I'm going to be at Valley Ford in Hilliard for their electric vehicle event from 11 to 1. So come out and see me. So I've got that to do, and then we're going to figure out what – where we're going to go to watch again? Because I don't want. We sat home and watched the game last Saturday, and I kind of want to be. You out like to go them. to a sports bar, don't you? Well, uh, just we'd like to be around people where we can talk and we can talk about the game. Jimmy and, can complain to someone about the play calling. That's okay. He always finds somebody that complains right with him yes. and agrees with him. So <laughs> I want to. I want to go somewhere, but I I, I got to be able to yell in case things go south. And can I just say it's very difficult to watch Buckeye football with my husband because I mean he's he yells and he yeah it's not good. It's kind of annoying, to be honest. <laughs> uh, fat guys at the movies, did you see? There's a new Expendables. Four? Is this four or oh, five? Four. Okay, I think it's four. They are, like, super old, too. Like, I'm not buying they can kick ass. Wasn't Bruce like, Willis in are, the Expendables? Yes. But he's not in this. No, Stallone. he's not in this. But this is, like, Stallone and, like, all, like, the old guys. Roy did Stallone yeah. from Tulsa King. It's oh. the... Uh, Remember the movie there, the old guys, um, what was that damn movie, Morgan Freeman, and it was the old guys where it they grab a, a band, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was the dude from Little Miss Sunshine. It was like, not bucket list, but- Like Michael Douglas yeah. was in it. Oh God, what was that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a heist movie. I know which movie. movie you're talking That's about. That's what they're turning into with Stallone and Arnold, and they're like super old. It's like, I'm not buying that you guys are kicking ass and beating a drug cartel. Th- then who? Then who is the audience for that? Old guys. Me. <laughs> I'm seeing it this weekend. Yes, yes. But come on. Like, still, well, Stallone would kick some ass, but still. These guys are like, you know, 75, and they're beating a Colombian drug ring. 
<laughs> I think that's the premise. With only their hands. Yes. No weapons, by the way. They take coconut and split them and then go at it. Uh, so we got Michael Evans and Aloha Friday, and we'll do the replay next. From your QFN Monday 6, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center. Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. Sunshine today, 82, your high. Clear tonight, low 54. Sunshine for Saturday, high 74. It's 63 right now. Well, fans traveling to South Bend this weekend for the OSU Notre Dame game may have to dig deep into their pockets. This game is set to be the first real challenge for the Buckeyes this season, and prices for a single ticket range anywhere from 600 to more than $2,500. Wow! Notre Dame Stadium, also 25,000 fewer seats than the shoe, so tickets are in very much high t- demand. We say it every single time. When you're looking for tickets, make sure you know the face value of said ticket. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Don't get scammed. Well, uh, not surprising since we talk about it every single day. Food. Obesity is on the rise. That's according to the CDC, which cites data that shows 22 states had at least 35%, 35% of adults with obesity in 2022. And that's up from 19 in 2021. Obesity is most prevalent in Louisiana, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. With more than 40% of of adults and 20% of children being classified as obese. The Midwest and southern regions of the U.S. had the highest numbers overall. With obesity, of course, comes heart-related health problems in both groups as well as diabetes. I would think it'd be the Midwest. Have you been to, like, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Michigan? I mean, a bunch of just fat people everywhere. (laughs) I can say that. When you're fat, you can make fun of... One of our own. Yes. To be fair, the CDC, anything bigger than a horse jockey they consider Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. When they change the standards for the the BMI, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. It really is. I mean, you've got to be super uber thin to to not even be considered obese. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like six foot tall, your weight range is like 140 pounds. Yeah. No. Well, for the seventh season in a row, the University of Alabama has the most players in the NFL. Alabama, 57 on the NFL rosters when the season started, followed by Ohio State at 47, Georgia at 46, LSU 43, Michigan 38, rounding out the top five. Clearly those powerhouse programs doing something right, well, we hope, to prepare college kids to score big in the pros. And the city council of a Dutch city of Dorn was none too amused at a recent solar panel stunt. The council has launched an investigation into tree houses that installed the solar panels and then placed them in a formation that spelled out L-U-L, which in Dutch, by the way, is the slang term for penis. (laughs) (laughs) The panels have caused quite a stir on social media and have resulted in low-flying helicopters vying to take a closer look. The council is now looking to see what, if anything, they can do to get rid of the penis. QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Friday morning commute. Traffic is building a little. Maybe I do have a penis. Thank you. Uh, Traffic is building a little bit uh, faster for this Friday morning, but we are accident free and that's traffic. All right. We got five audio clips for you. Cut number one. Will Joe Burrow play this Monday? Here's Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins. We see him limping and we'd be like, man, what's going on? You all right? I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm good. You know, but sometimes he, he'd have a limp sometimes. Like, during the game, he had a limp. Then next possession, he wasn't limping. I'm like, like, are you hurt? 
and he's like, I'm, I'm all right. But, man, just he's a tough guy. I'm pretty sure he's been a tough guy. Still working as hard as he always has. Uh, still coaching us up on how he wants to run certain routes. Uh, so, I mean, the, leader, the, the leadership is still there. Uh, he's still coming in and just you know being, being who he is at the end of the day. I think personally, uh, if he's not 100%, I don't think he should. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jamar Chase has said too. If he's he shouldn't have even have played the first two games. Need to be a hundred percent or sit yeah. it out. But then again, do you go zero and three? Can't go zero and three, can you? Oh, to start the season, no. Well, no. ask me Monday as a Vikings fan. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that could yeah. be you. All right, clip number two. So Tom Brady uh, responds to Deion Sanders' son on having a Rolls Royce. Really? One question before I go, Tom, do you think a college kid needs a phantom like a Rolls Royce? Nah, hey, no, it's not a phantom. It's a Rolls Royce Tony. I think he needs to get his ass in the film room and spend as Thank much you. time in there as possible. Thank you, Tom. Less time in the car and more time in the film room. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. I've seen you have one too, Tom. Don't think I've seen you. <laughs> I was just a rental. Hey, I had a few bucks in my pocket at that point. I, I'll see some car stories when we're together next time. Oh, come, yeah. Yeah, he's a Tom Brady athlete. He's a nil athlete, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's brand. Okay. Yeah, so he's doing well. But still, a college kid with a Rolls Royce. Uh, Look what the kids here are getting uh, custom vehicles, uh, man. They were They're flying on two- a private jet the other day, yeah. him and his two sons, and talking about the price of getting a private jet. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> They're polluting the environment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cut number three, Urban Meyer has a podcast, Urban's Take with Tim May, and Urban a little critical of the Notre Dame schedule. You know, I remember uh, one time when they were talking about playing a Mid-America school and the, the administration and the alumni said, there's no way we'll do that. We're never going to play a lesser opponent. We're, we're, we're Notre Dame. Now you look at their schedule like, wait a minute. You know, they're playing all kinds of teams. They're playing Tennessee State the other day. You know, yeah. that, yeah. that would never, ever happen. You know they they should play. You know, look at look at our the the team up in Ann Arbor. That schedule that you shouldn't be allowed to play that schedule. Yeah. You know, George George is playing a schedule, and and at the end of the day, you're supposed to be penalized for that. They're not. So why would Ohio State play this game? Well, because it's the first. It's the right thing to do. It's for the fans. It's for the good of the game. It's for everybody. But what if they lose? Yeah. They might be out of the playoff because they made that decision. Yeah. Your thoughts? Uh, I think teams should play tougher schedules. And when there's a 12-team playoff next year, who cares? You can lose two games, three games, and still get in the playoffs. Okay. So play tough teams. Yeah, if you're a big name, Ohio State, Alabama, yeah. you lose less teams. than three games, you're yeah, in. Yeah, you're in. Clip number four. There's and a- I, and you know what? Ohio State shouldn't rip anyone's schedule because there's years where they have a saw. It it just is what it is. You, It's so hard to predict whether you get a non-conference team and at the time you schedule the game, you think they're going to be good and they don't become good. They're not good. So you, who knows? Yeah, they've thrown Oregon and Texas and teams on there, but we did just play Western Kentucky yes, and Youngstown. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. And when did we play Bowling Green? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we played the Wimps too. Uh-huh. The Sisters of the Poor, as we like to say. Q, uh, for clip number four, there's a TikToker, and he calls himself, at first I thought it was Mac Daddy. No, it's Mr. Daddy 63. So Mr. Daddy 63 shared his five things that women should not be doing, and this is the stuff that men should be doing for his lady. 
I don't care how low the gas get. She will not be pumping no gas. Not today. Two. Take that whip to the car wash. It take all the five minutes now with these new machines they got. And you get the vacuum clean for free. Three. Don't care how modern that car is. Get up under that hood. Check them fluids. If that car need to go to the shop, don't let your lady take her car to the shop. Man loves to see a woman coming when they're bringing their car to the shop. And if you ain't got no man, let your brother take it. Four. Try to open the door for that lady and let her get in the car. Number five. A woman should not go a day without knowing that you love her. If you ain't got no one to love you, love yourself. Just go buy a card. But be careful. When you give a woman a card, oh, they turn it over to the back and they're going to see how much you paid for that card. So quit being cheap. And then just leave it in the car with a little teddy bear or something. She should always know you love her. Mr. Daddy, 63. I That's thought it was something different at first. Great advice. I thought it was like Jerry, Mr. Daddy, 63. Come on, bae. Pull down your pain. That's, that's what I thought. I didn't know it was going to be like <laughs> did tell her to something, love herself. If yeah. Something yeah. legit. Something yeah. nice to do. Like, I don't know. Go wash my car. Clean it inside and out. Mr. Daddy's an idiot. Don't love yourself too much. You'll go blind. Yeah. That's what my mother told me. Yeah. Cut number five, what do you do for your 103rd birthday? This Ohio woman threw out the first pitch. I would like to introduce Jean Pennyon. She is 103 years old today. And she's the wild thing. How about a big round of applause? 103 years old, Jean There you go. I wonder what that pitch looked like. Yes. Now get her with Mr. Daddy 63 (laughs) and love yourself. That's your hot five. Your QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic Friday morning. Traffic is building, but no major slowdowns and no accidents. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Get angry, Columbus. For the first time since 2009, Burger King bringing back the angry Whopper to see bus. That's because guest demand uh, brought the spicy take on the traditional Whopper back Get on angry. their radar. Spending 20 minutes on the can. So the angry Whopper is a quarter pound flame grilled beef patty topped with spicy onion tanglers. Melty pepper jack cheese, pickled jalapenos, crispy bacon, tomatoes, lettuce, creamy mayo, and angry sauce. <laughs> What's angry? I, I don't know. I like a little bit of crazy. Yeah, that's some angry sauce on a toasted sesame angry seed bun. Angry sauce. What is the alternative to creamy mayo? I don't know of any other type of mayonnaise. Yeah, because you don't want chunky no. mayo. No, chunky mayo is yeah. like tangy ketchup. Well, it's still but creamy. The, yeah. the mayo is creamy, just know, by the definition, it's, because it's whipped eggs. It's what they're doing, though, to highlight Put the some sandwich. Pizzazz on yes, it. it's just a. Sales. Instead of saying yes. just "Hey, it's got mayonnaise," mayo doesn't sound spice as good. It up. Yes, yes, it's like tangy ketchup. Because it's zesty, just saying like, m- mayonnaise. Like zesty and chunky stuff mayo like would be that. out. Yeah, chunky mayo. No. Yeah, that would be like rot, rotten. It's like cold chunky milk. Rotten, mm. rotten mayo and. 
So the Angry Whopper, in case you are interested, is going to be available in Columbus uh, exclusively starting September 28th. That's next week and only for a limited time. It's not a burger. Well, I don't do any fast food now, but I'm just not a Burger King person. Bottom of my list. Yeah. See, I'm sorry. The Whopper is probably my favorite fast food yeah. burger. Yeah. But they're not. It's. I liked it because it was always big. The Whopper was big. That's the name, the Whopper. Now it's not so big anymore. No. Because I think uh, aren't Did people suing? It? Yeah, they're suing. Oh. That uh, they're advertised, false advertising. The Whopper is not as big as the commercials make it out to be. You're very disappointed when you get the Whopper. Not saying fast. I have been, but. What do you, what do you, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> You're at a fast food place. I know. All right. Suing Burger King. So as legalized sports gambling continues to expand, so does the possibility of corruption Journalists are already seeing gamblers and people who work at sports betting websites reaching out to them looking for insider information in the hopes of getting an edge on bettors who don't have this information. So they're all keeping a very close eye on that. And if you were expecting a certain delivery and it's never arrived, well, this could be the reason. Earlier this week, there was a rollover crash on Oklahoma's I-40 that well, saw what appeared to be a payload of sex toys and lube scattered all over the roadway. While helicopter reporters on the scene couldn't definitely identify what had been spilled, the camera work showed what absolutely looked like lube bottles and boxes of vibrators. The accident happened very close to a major adult-focused product distribution hub. So again, if you were waiting for a dildo and lube and it didn't arrive, that could be the whole Christy, are you been waiting at the door? Where's my package? Every time every time I see that FedEx truck or that Amazon truck. Tracking <laughs> said it should be here by now. Mr. Daddy had a shipment coming uh-huh. in. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. You bought your batteries, you're all ready to go. The drawer open, making room, slide over. I've got little <laughs> compartments, you know. This one goes there. They've all they've all got their own Light little slot. Light a candle, the, dim the lights. Uh-huh. The A toys first shelf. <laughs> B-Toys, second shelf, <laughs> old 80s models down, down below. Down below, the yeah. ones that have the ripcord. Yeah. You, you got to start it like a lawnmower. Christy, what do you do with recycled uh, sex toys? Do you bring them to Goodwill? or? Oh, I'm sure is Goodwill like has a, had a yeah. box delivered of, what is this? Does Lion's Den accept you stuff and they refurbish them? <laughs> What's great, a lot of those fit in the dishwasher perfectly. You just don't want anyone else to empty said dishwasher if you put them in there. I bet you there's some sick SOB who buys his, buys used sex toys. Okay. They let's... still put the tag on it that says, this has been sanitized with <laughs> for, the date on it. Sanitized <laughs> for your protection. Okay. Christy, you should sign some of it and... And auction it off. <laughs> so yeah, for a red, white, and Q fund. Yay! Bike night next year, having your big giveaway. Uh, we got Brandon Lang and his picks after ACDC. Brandon Lang's picks, powered by the Torg and Elliott Tailgater, now available at Junkyard Dogs in Linworth. Don't show up on Lane Avenue empty handed. Junkyarddogs.com. Websites, BrandonLang.com, two and two in college, one and three in the pros. It was close, though, after two straight winning weeks. Let's rebound this week. Brandon, what's up, man? I hate the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I can't stand them. I have a huge problem with teams when they're playing at home. They get first and and go at the one-yard line, can't get in. 
you can just quarterback sneak it four times. You're going to get a yard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny how these coaches outsmart themselves and just think they're going to get slippy, slippy, flippy, flippy. So, oh, well, I mean, listen, I haven't lost on a Saturday this year. So knock on wood, which is the most important day for me to win. So I had it isolate in Florida on the website, which was great. Um, yeah, Florida was a big winner. Um, so let's see if we can keep that going. But bye, right, what you got for me? Do you, uh, this Ohio State's minus three on the road against Notre Dame, does that game against Western Kentucky change anything for you? It's funny. That line <clears throat> opened up like six, and the whole world is jumping on the Irish to push it down to the three. Um, you have incredible numbers backing Ohio State here. Um, Notre Dame 0 and 5 straight up, 1 and 4 against the spread versus the Buckeyes since 1995. Um, they just don't they just don't play them well. But with that being said, it's hard for me to pass up the home dog here. It, 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 it's like I can see Ohio State winning this game by a field goal, uh-huh. but based on how these two teams have looked. And granted, the, the the strength of the opponent kind of makes you take a step back here. Um, neither one's really played anybody, but Notre Dame's looked dominant. Ohio State's looked, ah, you know, Indiana, eh. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm a home dog guy. I will lean toward buying the half point and taking Notre Dame plus three and a half, but probably not a game I'm going to go bonkers about. Okay, got you there. Hey, uh, Colorado, and I watched that one. I was up till two a.m. watching that triple overtime, and you mentioned it. It, it, you know, you took Colorado State, and you said sooner or later the tide's going to turn. But now Colorado's plus twenty-one. I know they go on the road, and it's getting a little weird. Little Wayne's singing them out. Rock is in the locker room with his mom. Apparently, Warren Sapp's going to be on the sidelines. I mean, it's a Complete bleep show in Colorado, but they go on the road plus 21 against Oregon. So you have to understand the dynamics of the Las Vegas line and what happened. And I'll take your listeners through it for a minute. So Vegas comes out week one and makes Colorado a 20 and a half point underdog against TCU. And they went out right. Then the next week they make them a three point home favorite when they probably should have been eight. And they blow that game out and cover. So Vegas is like, okay, so they make them a 23-point favorite. And so so in 23, the whole world jumped on Colorado, laid the points thinking they were going to blow them out, and they got themselves in a tussle. And so now the Vegas line makers now overshifting again, and now we're back to kind of the TCU situation where they're, they're laying, you know, they're getting 20, 20 and a half, 21. I'll take the number because I think with their offense in the second half, they're, they're going to score. I mean, they, they, that offense is just too good. And I think the back door is open. Um, I think they're going to cover this number. They're not going to win the game. This will be their first loss. But you give me three touchdowns with probably one of the top ten best offenses in the country with a quarterback that, that can make plays. Um, so I think they're going to they're gonna hang around here and, and cover the number. Again, Travis Hunter being out with that BS hit by the CSU guy, he's their best player. That hurts a little bit, but at the end of the day, They've just, listen, they've answered the bell. They can't win this outright, but I'll take the, the, the 20 and a half. Take Florida State minus two and a half at Clemson. Boy, that's a hell of a game. That's a hell of a game. I'm going to tell you right now. But when I look at that, Florida State goes up to Boston College. And, and you know, listen, there's probably a look ahead, laying that big fat number, and they turn around. But there's just there's some tremendous numbers backing Clemson and Dabo as, as a home dog. Um, 
the, the numbers are so solid that you can't ignore them. And I'm going to break them down for you in just a second. As soon as I find this stinking game, Clemson Tigers in Death Valley since 2008, 17 and two straight up against undefeated opponents, including 14 and 0 since 2015. Let me give that to you again. Since 2008, Dabo was 17 and two straight up against undefeated opponents, 14 and 0 since 2015, and he's 11 and three straight up at home against opponents with a better record, winning by an average margin of 22 points. So, I get it. Florida State's loaded, but that struggle at BC last week. I got to get on the Tigers, who are 5-0 and against the spread last five in this series with Florida State. Give me Clemson plus the points. Hey, Alabama, and they've struggled, but Saban has owned Kiffin. Alabama minus four and a half. Now you're getting value. <clears throat> now you're getting value with Bama. And strictly on a, on a value standpoint, um, when are you ever going to get Nick Saban at home laying less than seven? I don't care yeah. if, they, if they don't cover. From a value standpoint, you have to take Alabama. And you're right. He owns Ole Miss. Every time they play, Ole Miss has got a chance to be right there and Kiffin does something stupid and, and Bama pulls away. So, again, sometimes you make a value play. That's what in, in the business you call a value play. You're never going to get Alabama laying this kind of number, and I'll lay it with, with uh, Crimson Tide. Anything else in college football you like? Washington State at home plus three over Oregon State. Washington State's kind of under the radar, undefeated. Oregon State's undefeated. But this kid playing quarterback for Washington State, they're averaging close to 50, and they're at home getting three. Keep an eye on the Washington State Cougars Saturday night. All right, hey, let's go to the pros, because I pay attention to Brandon Lang, and you can get a pick, so BrandonLang.com. Cardinals double-digit home dog against the Cowboys. Yeah, pretty. <clears throat> I said when Arizona hired the defensive coordinator for Philly, I said, you watch this guy coach the Super Bowl. You watch the second half of the Super Bowl. He did absolutely nothing, and then you give him a head coaching job. And then right out of the box, he's up three touchdowns in the second half and implodes and loses. Nice. They can't get things right down in Arizona. Again, double-digit underdog. Um, what do you do? I mean, literally, Dallas is 4-9 and nine straight up, 3-10 and 10 straight up against the spread in their last 13 games against the NFC West, including 0-6 against the spread of the favorite. DDHD, uh, you hear me say it all the time, DDHD, double-digit home dog. Got to go with it. Got to go with it. As much as I can't stand that guy because he cost me and buried me in the Super Bowl, I'll take the double digits with Arizona. Hey, uh, Browns looked awful. Uh, they are minus three and a half hosting the Titans. Do they rebound? You know, it's funny. It, it, it's like they, they didn't. Okay. I don't think they looked awful. You can't turn the ball over in the NFL. Yep. You just can't. See the Vikings. When you, yeah. When you, yep. When you do it, you lose. And if you clean up the turnovers, they win that game going away. Also, when you're two and twenty-three, your last twenty-five visits to Pittsburgh, weird stuff's going to happen, bro. And it did in Pittsburgh. Now, now the Browns are two and twenty-four, their last twenty-six trips into Pittsburgh. So back home against this Tennessee team, I would buy the half point. I would lay three with Cleveland. I think Cleveland's defense at home against Tennessee don't trust them, and I'll take Cleveland. But I make sure I'll buy the half point and only lay three. Hey, you mentioned turnovers. Do you go big then with Minnesota, 2-0-2 teams playing each other? Because Minnesota, you could say the same thing. Seven turnovers in two games, and the spread's only minus one. Yeah, it's it, to me, Minnesota, <clears throat> I said someone, I think on your show last week, I said someone should call 911 because Staley's stealing money. 
and he, he he's going to be the first coach fired. He really is. And I just think Minnesota at home um, laying this number. But with that being said, this would be the game the Chargers go in there and win. They're more talented offensively. Um, I just think that this is a must win for the Chargers. I think Minnesota's done. I do. I think they're done. And I think the Chargers go in here and, and, and get the job done. All right. Uh, let's do Bengals real quick. They are hosting the Rams minus two and a half. You don't, still don't know about Burrow, but it, I, it looks like he's going to play. Wow. Literally, this is a must-win situation for the Bengals. And I'm just going to give you a couple numbers because they're pretty shocking. The Bengals are 15-3 and three straight up, 16-2 and two against the spread in their last 18 non-division games. That includes 6-0 and oh straight up and against the spread at home. That's insane. Non-division games. Non-division games. 15-3 straight up, 16-2 against the spread. And if they're playing at home, 6-0 straight up against the spread. This is a get-right game for them. I believe they're going to get it. Joe Burrow, 6-0 and against the spread. The Bengals are coming off a pair of losses. All right. This is a, this is a get-right game for Cincy, and I'll ride them on Sunday. All right. BrandonLang.com is the site. Anything else in the NFL? That's it. You hit on everyone, my brother. All right. Thanks, Brandon. A big game Saturday night. We'll talk to Steve Hellwig and Bucknuts.com. Waited a month for this. Notre Dame, Ohio State. A lot of Notre Dame fans in Columbus. Like them to be sad Saturday. There are quite a few, aren't there? Yep. And then Sunday you go to church. There you go. But sad Saturday night. So we'll talk to Steve Hellwagon uh, coming up in less than 10 minutes. But right now we'll do a little laughter at... 30 after brought to you by the Funny Bone. Call 471-JOE-COLUMBUS.FUNNYBONE.COM. Here's Aaron Weber. I remember I used to think uh, italics. Y'all know when a word's in italics? Like when it's... <laughs> that did help a few of y'all. I can feel it. It's okay. Most of you are on board. A couple of you are like, oh, yeah, dude. That's when the word wants to be in the next sentence. <laughs> Stuck in it. I didn't ask what italics meant. I just showed up at school. Half the words are tilted over. I don't know what to do with that. You just show up. Half the words are slanted on its side. What does that mean for me as a reader? If I'm reading out loud and a word is just slanted, what do I do with that? I didn't ask. I assumed. I thought italics meant that I was supposed to read it in an Italian accent. That's what I thought the word meant. Y'all understand how I got there? If it's in italics... I was supposed to eat this. That's what I thought they wanted me to do. Middle school science class, I was reading out loud from the textbook, a little popcorn reading. It's my turn. I said, the scientific name for human beings is Homo My friend's like, why did you do that, man? I was like, why did y'all not do that? That's what I want to know. Am I the only kid in this school that can read? That's what it feels like. Y'all haven't Italy-assized any of these words. Buckeyes on the road to face Notre Dame tomorrow night. Let's talk to Steve Hellwagen, Bucknuts.com. Steve, what's going on, man? Not much. Just packing the car up and headed to South Bend here shortly. Now, how Looking long of a drive is it? it? Long- uh, it's about four, four and a half. Uh, I have not been there since 96, and I can vague, vaguely recall 
Uh, I, I know that Bill Clinton was the president in 1996. <laughs> I, I can remember that. But uh, beyond that, because somebody in the parking lot was making a comment about the commander in chief that day. So <laughs> I, I do remember that. But otherwise, I know Demetrius Stanley. Hey, do you got peace? Got it. Got it off to a great start. Eighty-five yard kickoff return, and they won that game twenty-nine sixteen. That's the iconic photo of Eddie George, correct? Well, that was in nineteen ninety-five. Okay, the yeah, year before in Columbus, that was the most anticipated home game in Ohio Stadium because they'd signed the contract in the late eighties, and uh, Ohio State was going through some bad years there, the first few years under Coop. And uh, they finally got it turned around with Bobby Hoying and Eddie George and Terry Glenn, Orlando Pace, Mike Rabel, Matt Finkus. I mean, so many great players. Uh, Sean Springs. I mean, they they had a who's who and put it on Notre Dame two years in a row, really. So, uh, yeah, just uh, hopefully they can carry that over this time. Hey, you've been to different stadiums all across the country. Where does Notre Dame rank with intimidation, like toughest places to play? Well, when they played there in 96, there was only 60,000 seats. They had built it up to 80,000, but they hadn't put the seats in yet. So you looked at, you know, bare concrete. I think now it's much tougher, obviously, with 88,000 or whatever the the total is. I think Penn State is as tough as it gets. Wisconsin can be uh, that way as well. Those are a couple. And then there's some in the SEC, obviously. Clemson, you know, LSU, Alabama, those are the biggies. You know, that everybody talks about. Steve Hellwagon, Bucknuts.com, talking about the Buckeyes at Notre Dame Saturday night. So, Steve, the advantage in college football when you're not taking on a heavyweight early on is you don't have to show everything. This isn't the NFL where you have to week one, you can't hold anything back. Do you expect the Buckeyes, knowing what their schedule was coming in, to open up that offense a little bit more and show Notre Dame more of that offense? Yeah, I think there is a sentiment out there that uh, there's still a lot out that that Ohio State hasn't shown. And I think they made a quantum leap the first two weeks at Indiana and Youngstown State. uh, You you know, things were a little bit wonky between execution and the play calling and and, and just the play of the offensive line. I think last week they, they, they put it all together against Western Kentucky. I would not have picked Ohio State to win this game on the basis of what they showed the first two weeks. But last week was impressive enough for me to say hey there is something here potentially we know the talents there and they have to go out in the big games your your big guns have to perform and looking squarely at you Travion Henderson and Marvin Harrison and Jack Sawyer JT Tui Maloal Tommy Eichenberg Denzel Burke those are the that's the core those guys got to play well in this game for the Buckeyes to win. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the defense because as Jim Knowles talked about and I don't know if you know it's been mentioned, but this team needs a pass rush. They need to somehow develop it. I don't know if they're going to bring more guys, but that's just something that's lacked on this team over the last couple of years. Yeah, Sam Hartman, the Notre Dame quarterback, if they let him stand in there and throw it, he's the national active career leader in yards, like 12,000 yards and 123 touchdowns. Played four or five years at Wake Forest, then got you know the COVID year, came to Notre Dame. And uh, I thought last week, even though they only had two sacks and they've only had five in three games against substandard competition. I mean, let's be honest here, what yeah. what, what they played and uh, the sacks have not been there, but last week they really uh, rattled Austin Reed, the quarterback from uh, Western Kentucky 
got in his face. I think he threw it away probably seven or eight times under duress. So that's the kind of pressure, even if you don't sack the quarterback, you've got to get in Hartman's face because he's got the receivers. He's got a couple great tight ends. He'll pick them apart if they don't get some pressure on him. Steve Halwagen, Bucknuts.com is the website. Hey, Steve, can Notre Dame, the one thing Ohio State, when they go to every game, their wide receivers will be better than anyone else's in the country. So deep, really good. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be a Heisman candidate. Can Notre Dame defensively with their defensive backs, how do they match up with the Buckeyes? They got a couple guys. Cam Hart is a veteran player, and Brandon Morrison is a sophomore, and they talk about him kind of in the same terms Ohio State's talking about Denzel Burke as their corner. He's their lead guy right now. And so uh, if we look up in the third quarter and Marvin's only got a couple catches and hasn't put his imprint on this game, then you know something's amiss. So uh, what I'd liked was after Indiana where he really wasn't involved, uh, they got him out early and often against Youngstown, a couple long balls, and then last week a career-long 75-yarder against uh, Western Kentucky. So to me, uh, that you're hitting the nail on the head here. They, they've got to take advantage of those matchups. And I look for Cade Stover, the tight end. He's had two really good games, Indiana and Western Kentucky. Uh, maybe they can get him involved as well and uh, and really move the sticks. That's what's going to take sustaining drives, putting the ball in the end zone. What are you hearing uh, injury-wise for both teams? What are the health like? Are we missing anything on both sides? I think Notre Dame's got a couple guys nicked up maybe that are in their 2D, but I think Ohio State is, is about 100% right now from everything that I can ascertain. I don't think there's anybody who figures to be in a primary position who, who's going to be out. One of the safeties, uh, Proctor or, or Ransom last week, one of them was iffy, but they both played, so – uh, you know, those those are two of your mainstay guys on defense. I, I can't think of anybody who on uh, for Ohio State that's, uh, that's suffered anything right now. All right, give us your uh, prediction. What do you think is going to happen Saturday night? I'm going Ohio State 30-24, emboldened by what I saw last week. Notre Dame's very good. They went on the road and, and clocked NC State, which will probably end up about a seven or eight win team. But uh, I think a uh, big step up in competition for both sides. Ohio State's recruited for this moment. And, Torg, when they go on the road, these non-conference games, they've been lights out. Virginia Tech, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, about the only two in the last 20 years that didn't go their way were Miami uh, in uh, in 11, the fickle year, and uh, USC, which, you know, you could have gone in there with the Steelers or the Bengals or the Browns. You weren't going to beat that USC team. So, uh, you know, they, they generally go on the road and take care of business, and that's that's what I'm looking for tomorrow. Hey, Steve, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. All right, Torg. Take care. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Injury, accident, blocking the right lane of 23 North High Street southbound. This is near Campus View Boulevard. Also an injury, accident, Parsons Avenue and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Buyer's Mazda, where you will get a premium vehicle without a premium price. Buyer's Mazda in Dublin, 270 in Sawmill, off of Billingsley, buyersmazda.com. Come see why it's better to buy at Buyer's Mazda. News brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Amazon Prime is going to introduce commercials into movies and series next year. 
So if you don't want that, you'll be able to buy, of course, the ad-free tier but for I'm a price. But I'm already buying it. Prime members yeah. will have to shell out $2.99 a month to keep their ad-free viewing, but the price for non-members has not been disclosed yet. Apple TV Plus is now the only platform that is subscription only without ads. So Stream? basically, even if you're Why a Prime member... cable? Yeah. You know what <laughs> so I mean? It's getting ridiculous. Back, it would be... It's, it's going to be the cheaper deal. Streaming is getting like Spirit Airlines. Everything's yeah. an add-on. Everything's an add-on. It. You want oxygen? You pay two ninety-nine. You want more legroom? You pay two ninety-nine. Use the bathroom, ten bucks. Mile High Club, fifty dollars. Um, hopefully, cable's been taking some notes and knowing the reason people are going to streaming. Then cable step up your game, and maybe we will pay for cable again. Also, the programming too. You know, like network TV programming just sucks. Well, because it's for the it's for the older generation. But even the, even the cable, remember, like, you'd get series like Mad Men and when Walking Dead was really good. Yeah. Now it's just even the cable programs. I mean, uh, Walking Dead, Daryl in France. It's not bad. Stupid. I'm sorry. I like it's it. stupid. You it requires like it. No me else to read subtitles because it's in French, but I like it. You need to make a cable network tour where it's cable, but you can choose a la carte every channel you want, so you're not stuck with the bundle. Well, that's streaming. <laughs> but see, that's exactly. Yeah, but, but with YouTube TV, I don't get certain channels still. See, with that's why, I again, I'll say it before, Hulu Plus Live TV, there were certain channels that we had to have. Had to have the History Channel. Okay. Had to have, there's a few other ones, uh, Big Ten Network, so we could watch the Buckeye games. But for the most part, we get everything that we wanted. Is History Channel the damn Oak Island? Yes. Ugh. I can go without <laughs> that channel. That's what's funny. So you do the Big Ten Network to watch the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes are on Big Ten Network, what, once or twice this year? Yeah, and they're playing like Western Kentucky, yeah. Christy. I know. It's all right to miss that game. We still game. get it, but it's... I. I we do the same thing. Yeah. We get it, and then I'm like, they're not even on Big Ten. I know. Yeah. NBC tomorrow night for the Buckeyes. 7.30 kickoff, yeah. correct? Not Peacock, though, right? The not Peacock. NBC. It's, it's NBC. NBC. So who would it be? Mike Tirico and... The Notre Dame broadcast. Who does the Notre Dame? Tirico and Tirico. someone else? <laughs> Joe Theismann? <laughs> Gary Danielson to... telling me about Indiana working the clock while they're down 20. Yeah, I'm just trying to game. think of a former... Uh, Golden Domer, who's a broadcaster, who can do the Pat Hayden. Rocket Ishmael. Doing the uh, NBC games. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually. Hey, we have the Waterworks 1K Workday keyword, and we do it after Twisted Sister. You could be one word away from winning $1,000. It's the Waterworks 1K Workday Give you the keyword here, then you go to QFM96.com, enter the keyword before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. You play every weekday to increase your chances of winning. Today's word, Christy, is fall. F-A-L-L. Not F-A-W-L? No. Did you see the word I have to use it in a sentence? Have you read this? No, I haven't. Some lucky listener will fall into a nice pile of cash instead of leaves. They want me to spell it out for you folks, and they send me an email, and then they use it in a well, sentence. Well, it is you, Torg. So they- they, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's everybody. It's you, too. I'm reading it here. It says, Archie Christie. Maybe you're just not reading it. Maybe I'm the only one who's Ron Burgundy. Fall. <laughs> F-A-L-L. Now what do they do? 
They go to QFM96.com, type yep. in fall. Yep. It's the Waterworks 1K Workday, giving you a chance to put 1000 in your pocket, get complete rules and details, QFM96.com. Christy between 11 and 11.15 and 2 and 2.15 and then Arch between 5 and 5.15 this afternoon. And we'll do another one Monday right about this time. I am waiting for it. Looking forward to it. Christy, <laughs> remember the story in 2020? Jack Dorsey, by the way, is the guy who I was just, started I was, Twitter, right? Yeah, I was just going to do that story last break, but no, go ahead. I know what you're talking about. Jack Dorsey sold Twitter to Elon, and he sold the first one of the first ever uh, NFTs. It was his first ever tweet, and it was an NFT, and he got it $2.9 million for it. $2.9 million. The new owner tried to auction it off, and the highest bid, $280. Okay, so the bloom is off the NFT flower then. They say NFTs are pretty much worthless. Well, God. 95% drop in value. Did you learn nothing from Beanie Babies? <laughs> wow. People were paying oh, I know. hundreds of thousands of dollars for like houses in virtual worlds. And I just, I did not, I Never understood the concept. Never. I, I just didn't get it. And people were falling over themselves to do this. Stars, movie stars, uh, rock stars, they were all getting involved in NFTs. I'm like, why? Like a huge money grab. And oh. now it's... First you had the you had the Bitcoin and all this. How's that looking, by the way? Uh, 26, 25, 26 grand. Bitcoin still. But all the other coins are kind of crappy. So Bitcoin still. So all the other not, ones kind of went by the wayside. So Bitcoin is is yeah, the it's kind of not moving though. It's just kind of been the same for a couple years. Bitcoin. I like how that kind of went by the wayside too. That Elon probably bought Twitter with the money that he tweeted about Dogecoin because he bought like millions. He tweeted about it and make it go up. He took a loan uh, out of SpaceX. The two billion or whatever he paid for it, no, and he paid it back a week later with interest. Yes, <laughs> that's how Elon got Twitter. He drove the market. He did. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then did you when he went on SNL? It tanked. It was up to like fifty cents, seventy cents, whatever it was. It started at three. Yep. And then when he did SNL, I remember I sold it right before SNL. You could see it just yep dying on the vine. I think I sold mine at like eleven cents. What's it at now? Six. Huh. Really. He, if he pumped another million, I bet you would go to oh, 20 absolutely. cents. And then just came out and, and started tweeting it. about yeah. it again. Smart dude. NFTs, though, that's amazing. All that money. Stupid. I, I, I just, I mean. <sighs> I'm not friends with this person, but I know someone, an acquaintance, Christy, and I'll tell you off the air, who owns a business and spent five figures on an NFT and was bragging about it. Like bragging, like. And I'm not friends with this person, but I'm rich. You guys are poor. I have this NFT. You guys are stupid. I'm smart. I got this NFT. The same one as it, it, his example was it's this, it's very similar to the NFT Snoop Dogg bought. <laughs> and my thought was Snoop Dogg probably didn't buy it. Yeah, you know, no he probably kidding. got it given to him. And, and the NFTs were all for investment purposes. That's what it was. That you get well, you them. You owned it. You oh okay. Someone could draw a picture of a monkey and a banana holding a banana, and then someone would buy that NFT, and then you owned it. No one else could. If someone else 
printed that or you own the rights. They couldn't put it on a T-shirt or anything. It was because, like one of one. Yes, you own the NFT. And if they wanted to, they would have to pay you to use that image. Or however it works. Whatever, I, whatever, don't I don't know. I never got into it to... I'm surprised <laughs> that you didn't. Listen, I'm stupid, <laughs> but not that stupid. I, I am really dumb, but not NFT dumb. Okay. 64 cents is what Dogecoin got up to. 64. Okay, 64. Okay. In May of 21, which was right, right when he when did, he did the, the SNL. SNL. And then it just dropped Immediately, right when he did. It yes. went down to 36 cents the next day. Eee. God love America when you can do something like that. Hey, what are you buying? I'm going to buy a fake coin. At three cents and then sell it when it's at 50 cents and make tons of money. Only in America. And then right? GameStop. Yes. I'm going to buy a picture. Oh, the GameStop. A, thing. Oh. Yeah, there's a documentary. I haven't checked that out yet on Netflix. Yeah, I want to watch that one. Yeah. I just bought a monkey carrying a banana. That Because that was the famous one, right? The monkey carrying the yes. banana. Yeah. I just spent $4,000 on that and I sold it for whatever. And that's what people were doing. It was absolutely insane. We are a nation of what's the easiest, laziest way we can make some money. <laughs> Let's do a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero. Hey, Michael Hi, Evans. Mike. Come on now. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Are you a good guy? Going through the last steps, figuring out what kind of bet you want to make. Today. You know, the problem is, is I don't know if Joe Burrow's healthy or not. That kind of, for the NFL, that's what I'm kind of waiting for. Because wow. I like that spread at two and a half. If he's playing, I'd, I'd take that, but I just don't know if he's playing. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of movie reviews today. It is Movie Review Friday. We start off with The Expendables 4. So all the promotion for this movie promised more noise, more violence, more explosions, more killing, more blood and guts than you've ever seen in any other movie, and they got her done. Uh, it's over the top. Certainly uh, will never be confused with a Disney movie. Jason Statham, Fiddy Sin, Megan Fox, Andy Garcia, Sylvester Stallone star in this nonstop sort of chaos that also tries to be cute. Of course, the meanest mercenaries in the world with the deadliest weapons in the world, they all get together. You might need a strong stomach and some earplugs. So here's the, here's the deal on this movie. Mm-hmm. What they set out to do, they did it right. Really? Uh, but it's a little too violent and bloody for me. I mean, without a lot of plot. Um, and if you like this kind of movie, I'm going I'm to give it four stars. But if you're like me, you don't like this kind of movie, rated a hard R, 100 minutes, one and a half stars. Oh, yeah, oh. Mike, oh, I just fi- yeah, find it hard to believe these 80-year-old guys can beat the drug cartels. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, next, Dumb Money is a brilliant movie. Uh, it's a true story. You guys will probably remember it. It's about this average 9-to-5 Joe with a small child trying to make ends meet decides to dabble in the online stock market. Our hero puts up his very small life savings, gets online, starts screaming, and a lot of emotion and enthusiasm about the mall game store, GameStop. Do you remember the story? Yes. We were just talking yes, we about were this. Just, that's yeah. weird. Uh, all hell breaks loose, as you know. Stocks uh, explode. Everybody is buying. Uh, then here comes the huge uh, hedge fund bigwigs, and this thing is turned upside down, and it turns into a GameStop. Um, 
Movie stars Paul Dano, who is fabulous, Pete Davidson, American Ferrera, and Seth Rogen. What's your take on it? Pete Davidson, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. The movie itself is like a 21st century financial. David versus Goliath. Uh, rated R, 100 minutes. I'm sorry, I've given it three and a half stars. I thought it was really well nice. done. Nice. Sports shorts, a lot of people will be watching Deion Sanders' Cinderella team, Colorado Buffaloes, uh, tomorrow. Who won in that double overtime. By the way, 9 million viewers watched that game last week and didn't until 2 o'clock your time in the morning. Yeah, I found out like 1 o'clock it was heading into overtime, and I quick got – I was sleeping, and I got up, and I – my kid had like friends over, and I was like, screw it, I don't even care. I'm going to the basement. I'm going to watch this game. <laughs> yeah, but this week they played number 10 Oregon. They're 21-point dogs. I don't know. I, I think they'll cover. What do you think? I think they're going to cover. I think Colorado's – I'm going to bet it at least. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yep. Well, I liked your picks yesterday too. Uh, and I'm seven for eight on my football Friday football picks. Uh, I'm taking Texas over Baylor in my college game. Okay. And I like Miami, Dallas, and Kansas City. Nice. Yeah, Kansas like City's a good one. Yeah. Dallas lost digs, but I still think they have plenty. And I, I think Miami is really good. I do too. They got a good. And coach. I don't know about Denver how good they are at all. Yeah. So you want to make a bet this week? You want to go for it? I want to wait till Monday, Michael. I want to wait to see what Joe, Joe Burrow does. Is it? Are they the Monday game? Yeah, they're the Monday game. That's right. That's right. That works perfect. All right. What else is going on in beautiful Columbus? Uh, it's uh, beautiful no, the whole weekend. weekend yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me want to sing. It's Aloha Friday. No, we're to Monday. We're going to play the Aloha Friday. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Lily Okalani, Lani, Lani, Okayla, Koo, and Akaka, Akaka. From your QFM 96, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% financing. We've got sunshine for today, going to have a high of 82, clear tonight, a low of, uh, oh, low of 40, uh, 54 rather, and sunshine for Saturday, and we're going to have a high of 74, looking at 60 right now. Fans that are traveling to South Bend uh, for this weekend's OSU Notre Dame game, they have to dig really deep into their pockets to pay for some tickets. This game is set to be the first real challenge for the Buckeyes this season, and prices for a single ticket range anywhere, according to StubHub, from 600 to more than $2,500. Have you seen, so I have a buddy coming in town with his fiance for the Maryland game, right? All right. So I started looking last night. And even tickets for that game is insane. Like 200 bucks a ticket? For Maryland? For Maryland? It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, it, just, I told him, I go, let's just go tailgate and we'll go on campus and like watch it at a bar. Well, thank you. Instead yeah. of actually going inside the stadium. It's insane. Now, here's the thing. So, Notre Dame Stadium, it's got about 25,000 fewer seats than shoes. So, tickets are really in high demand. And again, don't get duped when you're looking for tickets. Make sure you know the space value. And if the deal seems too good to be true, yeah, it probably is. I think you got have to go with like a Dream Seats or a StubHub. I don't think you could even risk going with the scalper because all they're giving you is a print-up and they could have sold it to 80 million people. Yeah, that's true. You know, I just don't trust them. I trust you got to go to a reputable source. Can you get physical tickets anymore? Well, they could print it up and sell you, but they could probably print up like 30 copies of those. That's true. And then you're out the cash. Yeah. I even looked at going to the Browns game 
one weekend and they all use there's an app that they transfer through the Browns app or Ticketmaster. There's not even physical tickets for that. That's what my future son in law uses. No, but I think you can print them, can't you? No, yo, you can print the confirmation with the barcode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the scalpers are printing those up and then they're selling them. But you, they could print like 30 of them up yep. and then sell it to Rich and then you and then me. And and then you all show up at the same time. They're like, nope. Yeah. And the bigger problem is they're selling the tickets like on Facebook and they're, oh, just Venmo me the cash uh, and then not transferring the tickets. Major League Baseball has a great site where you're not going to get duped. Um, there's some reputable sites, you yeah. know, the. Dream Seats. Ticketmaster, Dream Seats, StubHub. Ticketmaster. But don't, I wouldn't, listen, teach his own. But I would not buy a paper ticket, you know, like a printout from any dude outside a stadium. Yeah. For a concert, sporting event, I just wouldn't trust him. No way. No. You know, if it's like the sports teams are getting smart. Like crew, the crew is safe. You can buy a season ticket holder seats and they take care of, uh, you know, the apps. Those are safe, but I just don't trust. Scalping's kind of... It's, well, it's slimy. Right? It's, it's what it always has been. Yeah. Always has been. Yep. Hey, a new study is suggesting, and this has kind of been all over the place this week, uh, and people are kind of panicking. New study suggesting a link between diet soda and autism. As researchers found that pregnant moms who drank just one can a day of diet soda were more likely to give birth to a son who is on the spectrum. Study looks specifically at the artificial sweetener aspartame. Raises yeah, new that's questions. Dangerous. I know. Raises new questions about the dangers of the sugar substitute, which has also been linked to cancer. Uh, more research needs to be done as to why males seem to be more affected than females when it comes to aspartame. I bet you we have no idea what we're putting in our bodies. Are you kidding? No. Just go back to eating like raw sugar. Go back to the old west where we're skinning squirrels and eating them over a and, fire. And the life expectancy was 42. Absolutely. <laughs> let's do it, baby. Let's go back. Yeah, let's go back. Let's live in caves. Because we're not living to retirement no, age. No, we're not. We're gonna, I need to die first before I retire. Let's yeah, just put it that so way. Hey, did you, our uh, own food. Speaking about old, um, did you see what happened to Ringo Starr? No, what? Okay, he's all right. He's all right. Wow. But he took a fall during a concert in Albuquerque Wednesday Uh-oh. night. So Ringo and his all-star band, they, they'd been playing for about two hours, and they were performing Give Peace a Chance in their encore where the fall happened. So video shows that Ringo, he's, he's trotting out onto the stage, and then all of a sudden, he trips, and he's falling. He's 83 years old. He quickly got up. He's a, he's a very wiry 83-year-old. Yeah. He quickly got up, went to the center microphone. He sang a couple of lines of the chorus and then told the crowd he fell over to tell them to give peace a chance. And then he left the stage. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be memes now side by side with uh, Ringo and... Go, you know the, you know the thing. Yeah, probably. We're going to see videos on social media today of Ringo on one side, our guy on the... Well, the president the on president the other. The president on the other. Fighting yeah. the cartel with the expendables. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, poor Ringo. Poor Ringo. Hey, the Sphere at the Severe at the Venetian Resort, if you don't know, is a giant high-tech music entertainment arena. That's near the Vegas Strip that features giant LED screens inside and out. So visitors to the Sphere, which is scheduled to open later this month, will also get to see Aura. Do you know what Aura is? No. The world's first advanced humanoid robot. Five Aura robots with lifelike facial expressions and the ability to move around will be located at the Sphere to greet guests... I don't know, oh. uh, as they enter and also to answer questions. 
She'll be working. You got to make her chesty in Vegas. Uh, right? She'll be working at Sapphire and on the craps table before Absolutely. the end. She'll of have her tassels on her residency on her metal nipples. Virtual I'm sure. dances, yeah. right? Tonight Vir- at Spearmint Rhino, Aura. Your AI <laughs> dancer. Aura. Yeah. QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Accident blocking 42 south after I-70. This is in Madison County. Uh, 23 and North High Street South has two right lanes blocked near Campus View Boulevard. This has turned into an injury accident. And left lane blocked in both directions on 270 west of 71. That is on the south side. And that's QFN 96 traffic. and Elliot on QFM 96. Cranked up by Columbus Car Audio and Accessories. Morse Road near Easton, Main Street in Reynoldsburg, or ColumbusCarAudio.com. All right, let's go here with the Hot Five. Will Joe Burrow play this Monday night versus the Rams? It's a Super Bowl rematch. Here's wide receiver T. Higgins. Can we see him limping? We'd be like, man, what's going on? You all right? I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm good. You know, but sometimes he, he'd have a limp sometimes. Like, during the game, he had a limp. Then next possession, he wasn't limping. I'm like, like, are you hurt? And he's like, I'm, I'm all right. But, man, just he's a tough guy. I'm pretty sure he'd be a tough guy. Still working as hard as he always has. Uh, still coaching us up on how he wants to run certain routes. Uh, so, I mean, the, leader, the, the leadership is still there. Uh, he's still coming in and just you know being, being who he is at the end of the day. I think personally, uh, if he's not 100%, I don't think he should. So you said, yeah, the Bengals play Monday. Yes. At, boy, I would think that that's a winner if you're into betting. That would be go Cincinnati all the way. But, boy, if he doesn't play... You can't bet the Bengals. Mm. And then they start 0-3. Yeah. Home game, too. They had Joe Mixon taking quarterback reps because they've only got two quarterbacks on the roster right now. Yeah. Your wife, gonna you guys going to make it down for a game since uh, she's a Bengals they fan? They the Vikings oh. in December. <laughs> the Bengals cheated last time. Oh. Had the refs in their back pocket. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clip number two, keeping it in football. Tom Tom Brady. Responds to Deion Sanders' son. Is his name Shadur Sanders? Yes. Uh, good, good player. Uh, Shadur has a Rolls Royce. This is what Tom Brady had to say. One question before I go, Tom, do you think a college kid needs a phantom like a Rolls Royce? Nah. Hey, no, it's not a phantom. It's a Rolls Royce tunnel. I think he needs to get his ass in the film room and spend as Thank much you. time in there as possible. Thank you, Tom. Less time in the car and more time in the film room. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate that. I seen you have one too, Tom. Don't think I, I, seen <laughs> I was just a rental. Hey, I had a few bucks in my pocket at that point. I, I'll see some car stories when we're together next time. Chador, by the way, is a nil athlete of Tom Brady's brand. Okay. I think Tom, what is it, T12? Is that yeah, his? T12. His brand. Yeah, doing okay for himself. Yeah, doing pretty good, isn't he? That's almost kind of the way to go about it for former athletes now. You don't really need to be an agent and going to be an agent. Do your nil still. Nil stuff. Nil stuff. Yeah, Brady's got enough money, right? He can just Just from Fox alone. Yeah. Cut number three here, Urban Meyer on the Urban's Take with Tim May podcast. Go get Notre Dame's schedule. Let them have it, Urban. You know, I remember uh, one time they were talking about playing a Mid-America school and the, the administration and the alumni said, there's no way we'll do that. We're never going to play a lesser opponent. We're, we're, we're Notre Dame. Now you look at their schedule like, wait a minute, 
You know, they're playing all kinds of teams. They're playing Tennessee State the other day. You know, yeah. that, yeah. that would have never ever happened. You know, they they should play. You know, look at look at our the, the team up in Ann Arbor. That schedule that you should be allowed to play that schedule. Yeah. You know, George George is playing the schedule, and and at the end of the day, you're supposed to be penalized for that. They're not. So why would Ohio State play this game? Well, because it's the first. It's the right thing to do. It's for the fans. It's for the good of the game. It's for everybody. But what if they lose? Yeah. They might be out of the playoff because they made that decision. Can't wait. Tomorrow night. Going to be great. It's, uh, it's Hopefully it's a good game. I think Notre Dame fans are probably at their height of confidence right now. They think they're going to, you know, 4-0. and Remember, they played one extra game. Uh-huh. And I think they are feeling really good about this one. Do they play USC this year? Notre Dame, yes, they do. They do. Yeah, they play Clemson. I don't think I. I kind of disagree with Urban. Well, it there. sounds like they got a they pretty play good Ohio State, a good schedule. USC, Clemson that's, on the that's, road. Yeah, okay, on the road. that's not a that's not an easy schedule. Maybe Urban just used it to take a jab at Michigan. Okay, <laughs> right. Just yeah, use it's probably Notre more Dame about to, them. Yeah, let's let's have an opening and take a jab at them. Clip number four. Do you want to know how to really treat your woman? Well, a TikToker who calls himself Mr. Daddy 63. He recently shared five things that women should not be doing, but this is the stuff a man should be doing for his woman. I don't care how low the gas get. She will not be pumping no gas. Not today. Two. Take that whip to the car wash. It take all the five minutes now with these new machines they got. And you get the vacuum clean for free. Three, don't care how modern that car is. Get up under that hood, check them fluids. If that car need to go to the shop, don't let your lady take her car to the shop. <laughs> man loves to see a woman coming when they're bringing their car to the shop. And if you ain't got no man, let your brother take it. Four, try to open the door for that lady and let her get in the car. Number five, a woman should not go a day without knowing that you love her. If you ain't got no one to love you, love yourself. Just go buy a card, but be careful. When you give a woman a card, oh, they turn it over to the back and they gonna see how much you paid for that card. So quit being cheap and then just leave it in the car with a little teddy bear or something. She should always know you love her. Not saying I'm expecting that for my wedding anniversary on Sunday, but I won't. I, I'll try not to flip over the card. What are you giving Jimmy? A card. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go, Jimmy. It might be a singing card. I don't know. I might actually spend the extra $5 for the singing card. Give him a singing card. Open it up. I think that was all car-oriented for him. Everything was car. Check the fluids. Yeah. I don't care how new the car is. Check them fluids. Well, let's do a little, for our final cut, a little Friday crazy. This is a video, and it's on TMZ, and it's trending. This guy freaking out and even takes off his shirt to flex his guns. We got a Karen on the golf course right now. After I don't give you a damn thing. I'm gonna take your clubs. Take it. This is no. Where your? Then leave. I'm not getting a fight on a golf course. Then leave. I'm gonna stand here and you can complain. Goodbye. I'm not complaining. You're the one. No. You approached me and I asked you to walk. No. Now get the cart. Walter. 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 Oh, here we go. You see that? Oh. That's what you spend the heavy. You want to test God? You come get it. He's mentally ill. Oh. You think I'm mentally ill? I know you. Run away! Run away! Hey! Hey! Leave me alone. 
He almost sounded like Randy Rocho or Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah. You see, didn't he though? That's what he did. Oh, it he was did. great. Oh, was it yeah. really? Night over par. Yeah. Oh, he rips his shirt off and starts flexing. <laughs> and he's an old man. He's old. He's like in his fifties. Did he have anything to flex? It's, no, it's jiggly. No. Okay. But he's, all... but he's not a fat slob. No, he he's just your average. He's just mentally unhinged, like. 75% of See, us. I'm telling you, you never know who's crazy on a golf course. You don't even know crazy in the real world, mm-hmm. right? Who's driving next to you and is going to be unhinged or walking. You know, you're shopping and you could see. And everybody's got that phone ready, don't they? They see something, they pop it up. You just got that phone ready. You're ready to go. I think it's almost like training. It's like a six-shooter in the Old West when they We're not up. conditioned if we yeah. see something to help. We're conditioned to whip out the phone and record it. Yeah. Look at, there's like a, like shootings and malls or and everybody's popping out that phone to let's get that phone oh look a carriage with a baby's going downhill let me break out my phone yeah Yeah. i'm not helping against that guy he can mark down his par and not bogey if he wants yeah yeah i wasn't messing with that dude he was crazy and that is your hot five from your QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic Center, the left lane remains blocked 270 east at 71 on the south side. Some minor delays if you're coming from 62, the Grove City exit. Two right lanes blocked 315 south at 270. EMS is on the scene of this injury accident, so beware of that. Everything else is looking pretty good for this Friday morning, and that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Gordon Ramsay. We like Gordon Ramsay, don't we, Tor? Yes. Well, did you know he's developing a brand new show on Fox, and it's called Idiot Sandwich. So that means it's a sandwich-making comp- competition, obviously. So the title of the show is based on a popular meme from a sketch on The Late Late Show. Okay. So it was a parody of Kitchen Nightmares with uh, James Corden facing off against Julie Chen. And Chef Ramsay was screaming at them the whole time. And at one point, he takes two pieces of bread, put one on each of Julie's ears, and makes her call herself an idiot sandwich. Oh. So this was back in 2015, but this thing has still got legs. So Ramsay says, "Whenever I, wherever I go, there's always some young kid that wants to be called an idiot sandwich. Gotcha. So this is what... Gordon Ramsay's new TV show will be about. I will not be watching. We love poker, don't we? Yes. We need to get. We need to have another little poker game at the Torgerson Estate. We do. Shortly. Well, there's an amateur poker player in California that has finally admitted to lying about. There's a special place in hell. Lying about having colon, uh, colon cancer in order to collect thousands of dollars in donations so oh, he could play yeah. in the World Series of Poker. In Vegas, his name is Rob Mercer, and he said he made up a stage four colon cancer diagnosis for his GoFundMe in June because he needed the 10 grand buy-in for the No Limit Hold'em World Championship. He ended up collecting more than $30,000 and a free hotel stay at the Bellagio to come clean. But now he's all of a sudden he's decided guilt is getting the best of him and he's decided to come clean. But just because he admitted to lying doesn't mean he wants to give all the money back. In fact... He says he still intends to keep the money. You know why? He believes he has undiagnosed breast cancer. Oh, oh. you're going to fall for that again. However, GoFundMe has informed him that he's in violation of the terms of service, and everyone who donated has received an email telling them they are going to be refunded and he's not going to be playing in the World Series of Poker. Ugh, that's awful. Horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Hey, let's give a shout-out. Our former producer, Skaggs, lost his grandfather, Bernie, 
and just want to give our thoughts and prayers to the family. Uh, he's 77 years old, a veteran. He was in the 25th Infantry Unit. So just want to give a shout-out to Skaggs and his family, and we're thinking about you, buddy. We sure are, Skaggs. Yep. We'll do a little Fat Guy movie review here. The Expendables. Now, Michael Evans loved it. We'll see what Fat Guy movie review thinks after Zeppelin. Let's talk 70-year-old guys taking down drug cartels. <laughs> FatGuyMovieReview.com is the website. Kevin Carr, what's up, man? Hi, Kev. Hey, guys. What's happening? Hey, what's not, up, not much. Hey, I've been uh, following you, of course, on your Facebook page and obviously yeah. the season of Halloween. <laughs> so you rewatched Frankenhooker, did you? The terrifying yeah. tale of sluts and bolts. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it, which is, I saw that back when they do the Drexel marathons back in 1990. I was at the 24-hour Drexel North Marathon, where Patty Mullen made an appearance as Frank and Hooker. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. My 18-year-old mind lost, you know, just, I just blew my mind when I got up there. I oh, mean, I'm sure it did. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I got a poster sitting around somewhere that's signed by her. Well, no. what do we got going on for uh, movie premieres this weekend? Well, the, the big one in the theaters is Expendables 4, or as it says on the poster, Expendables Um this is uh, the the basic story is the mercenaries have to go stop an international arms dealer who's got nuclear detonators. So you know we, <laughs> yeah. we've done that before. Um, my here's the thing: there, there's so much to this franchise that's confounding because they started this as a tribute to those old '80s and '90s action movies, those gritty, macho. You know, strongmen movies like with, uh, you know, Stallone, like stuff like Cobra and Invasion USA and Collateral or uh, was Raw Deal with Schwarzenegger, all those kind of things. And, and they've always had trouble kind of delivering what they're promising because they have people in it. Like this one has Stallone and Jason Statham. He's a little later, but that's okay. And Dolph Lundgren's in it. But then they have like. Who cares about a bunch of these? But they have like, why is Randy Couture in this movie? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what Curtis Jackson doing? Fifty Cent? Did he have an action franchise in the eighties that I missed? Or, or Megan Fox has a main role? Who? I mean, seriously, I know why people want to see Megan Fox, but did th- they have the internet? You can do that. You don't need to have her in this movie. No, and it's just her. Her, her every die every line of dialogue is like nails on the chalkboard. So. They have that, and then it kind of gets sidelined to be just kind of a Statham movie for a while. And the other thing they always, they've been going flipping, flopping back and forth going, well, let's shoot it as a PG-13 movie. And then at the last minute, they're like, well, everyone wants ours, so let's add a bunch of digital blood, which is not what they did when they made, when Walter Hill was making those great movies in the 80s. So... It misses the mark. That's the problem. And it also has some really bad special effects at green screen. And it's like some of the worst I've seen with Statham. And his last movie, he was punching a giant shark. Really? <laughs> well, that was the Meg, yes? Yeah. <laughs> the Meg 2. Ah, so it just, it, they're not, I've seen the first, what was the one with Stone Cold? Uh, you know, I, I can't remember which one he was in. So Stallone directed the first one, and that one's uh-huh. kind of gritty and morose, which is a very Stallone thing to do. And then they kind of made it more pop action, and the second one was okay. The third one went PG-13, but at least they got everybody in there. Gotcha. Was that the one with Harrison Ford? I think Harrison Ford was in that one. It does kind of all blend together. Yeah. I mean, but what do you expect, though? I mean, right? I, well, I, I mean, wanted... you have low expectations. 
I guess, but it's like I I, I want a legit you know return to those eighties action movies. That's what you're promising. Delivered shouldn't be that hard. Well, are there, it is. Are there cheesy one timers? You mean like like one? Well, not as much because, like I said, the. Like the, the, I don't got time to bleed, you know, like in Predator. Not they don't have. There's a couple one, and there's some that are really kind of forced. Like I said, Statham's fine in it, and, and he's most of the movie. And Stallone's good in his limited parts in that one. And I mean, Lo, I don't know what Dolph Lundgren was doing, but he shows up now and then. <laughs> Dolph is like, "Hey, remember me?" Raises his hand. Okay, we'll put you in this scene right here. He's like, "Hey guys, uh, there's no more Rocky movies for me." <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how many John J. Rambo's do you give this I was one? Say how many Adrians? One and a half. I'll give it one and a half cans of Insure. Really, that bad? <laughs> huh? How long's it run? It's a, it's an hour forty two. It's it, it's like it's about what the other ones did. I think they're all like a hundred and three minutes. Weirdly enough. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Oh boy. And uh, you know what? This is interesting. Tell everybody about the premise of the Continental because I I believe it's three episodes, but this one could be really cool. Well, yeah, it's a prequel to the John Wick series, and it takes place in the 70s, and it's about the Continental, which is the hotel, the Hitman Hotel in New York, and there's other ones around. The- okay, the ones that are in the John Wick movies, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And it's, it's basically the story of how the character of Winston, who's played by Ian McShane in the movies, I mean, it's a younger actor because it takes place in the 70s, it's how he comes to power there. So there's some, that's, a, that's a good premise. Um, it, it just... It, it, kind of drags a lot i mean it's they're like each each episode's like a movie in itself and i don't know if there's enough story they kind of make more story and you're like you don't need this much story <laughs> they're telling a relatively simple tale also you know when you make a john wick movie it, and it doesn't have john wick in it yeah i'm sorry yeah john wick movies have to move it's over the top mm-hmm. action yeah and they have some good moments in it but then there's other parts that drag and the only really recognizable name in it is Mel Gibson is the bad guy and he's I mean he's he's not he's not in it a lot you know if you need your Mel Gibson fix he's there occasionally but he has henchmen yeah it's it was just the whole thing is is you you'd want I guess they all went and did the expendables well, even then they didn't all do the expendables this week it was just they could have put some bigger names in the supporting cast and uh yeah, it, it's, I, I, I wanted to like it more than I did. Well, it's so streaming. Where's it streaming on? It's on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're saying this is more of a Motel 6 than the Four Seasons? <laughs> well, it's like you're on the sidewalk outside of the Four Seasons. It's oh. there, but there's oh. less going on actually in the Continental. Okay. And it's more on the streets. Well, so how many how many room service bells do you give this one? <laughs> two, two, two and a half. I mean, it's yeah. like, there's some things that are good and some things that are It's really in the middle. Okay. And what's the other one here? No one will give you? No one will save you. Save you. Sorry, I can't even yeah. read my own handwriting, Kevin. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. We know, nobody can. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> is, this, I, uh, is this a horror movie? It's it's a horror movie. It starts Caitlin Deaver, who's um, she, she's big now. I mean, she's, she's a, a big star. Uh, she plays a kind of a, a pariah in a small town. This this woman, she lives alone. Nobody really likes to interact with her. There's a backstory there you find out in the movie. And then an alien invasion happens. Okay, you know what? I've seen the trailer for this, and she does a lot of running. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> she runs a lot. <laughs> the, the thing is with this movie, there's no real dialogue in it. Because she's a, she's a woman who lives alone. She doesn't have anybody to talk to. And it's an interesting experiment. And it's not really a gimmick. It just It's kind of how they frame it. 
people mutter things here and there when you see, but there's no actual back and forth. It's all just her trying to save herself from these aliens, and it's this weird mix of of, of alien invasion and home invasion. It's it's very effective. She was in The Walking Dead, right? I don't know if she was in The Walking Dead. She was in Booksmart. She was on that show Last Man Standing. She was in uh, what that movie oh, Detroit. Oh, okay, Last Man Standing. Okay. She's been in a bunch of things. She 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 would rec- you would totally recognize her. She's. I mean, she's she's really kind of like the next big thing. Kevin, does this kind of take on the same vibe as uh, A Quiet Place? I mean, because that was alien invasion where there was, well, wasn't a lot of talking, and the reason being is because they didn't want yeah. the aliens to hear them, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly feels that way, it, It's it's um, but it's... It, I did get a Quiet Place feel to it. Okay. Where, where you are like... You're very tense. Yeah, it's tense, and you're using the sounds and everything, uh, but it's more like the the... You know the the fire in the sky home invasion type stuff that the aliens are coming down and getting in your house, uh, and and so yeah, I, I can see where it, it feels similar to that, and it does, but it is but it is its own thing. It's it's very good. And the lead character Torque has debilitating anxiety. Oh, okay, I know I know who she is. How many uh, Tim Allens do you give this one? I'll give it four out of five. I really enjoyed this one. Excellent. Wow. Yeah, well, that right. might be my choice for this weekend at nice. some point. That's the gem this week. All right, Kevin, what's the website? Fatguysatthemovies.com. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm.